Welcome to the Marketing for Business podcast. This is your host, Scott Wilson. Bevan Isles, welcome to the Marketing for Business podcast. Thank you for having me. Mate, I'm excited about this one. Like, I think I'm pretty positive, right? I class myself as a, a glass half full kind of person. But look, I love talking to you because you're the same. You are a positive person. You have a positive impact in the world when you're dealing with people. So thanks for taking the time to come on yeah, on this podcast. This is this is awesome too. Um, I will make you passionate about exercise. I love that. There'll be a few people going. <laughs> there'll be a few people uh, hearing that title of the book and going, no, you won't. So <laughs> let's let's talk about uh, everything when it comes to business, marketing, success, and also mindset. Yeah. Um, but let's talk about your book to start with. Hey, I'll make you. I'll make you passionate about. Um, exercise. I actually saw you on the project. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah. Talking about this, and I thought, man, we've got to get this guy on the podcast. Yeah. So, well, well basically, so my my thing is fitness, um, and I'm really passionate about exercise. But the problem with fitness is that most people are struggling. Yep. And the, the thing I have to say is that when we look at the fitness industry, we're really good at helping fit people. Yeah. But we suck at unfit people. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? And so, yeah, like, yeah. and you look at the products right now, like F45. It's all hit. It's all hard. It's, it's yeah. You know, so the products that are out there right now are really hard level products for high level people. If if someone who's not fit goes into those worlds, yeah, they get hurt and they just fail. Yeah, yeah. And, and the yeah. thing I have to say is, these people had. It's not that they haven't tried and failed. No. It's not that they haven't tried. They've tried many times and failed. Yeah, yeah. And so. When we look at people who are passionate about exercise, yeah. like in the book I talk about, there's four different types of people for exercise. The non-exerciser, yep. the yo-yo. Yep. So the yo-yo person is the person who kind of comes and goes from exercise. Yep. Uh, the person who's got a good habit but maybe no longer getting results. Yep. So we see that a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they'll, they'll come and do exercise, but they're not actually achieving anything anymore. Yep. And then we get the person who's thriving. Yeah. So when we look at the person who's thriving, they tend to have a few things. They have a movement they love. Yep. They can be any different movement. Yep. So there's certain exercise they love doing. They might be dance, they might be crossfit, it might yep. be running, yep. yoga. Nice. But they've got that thing they love. Yeah. They've got a community. Yep. They've got great leaders yeah, and support nice. around them. And they go on growth journeys. Okay. What's you know that what about? Mean? So they set goals themselves. Okay. Yep. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, so they'll, they'll do a marathon. Yep. And then once they've done that, they find another growth. And ultimately what they're doing is they're evolving in their fitness journey. Yeah. Nice. So the question I had to myself was, how can I take someone who's doing nothing mm. Through a journey where we get him to that place. Yeah. You know, so this idea of taking someone who's doing absolutely nothing to to a place where they've actually got that framework in place. And so yeah. the way I designed the book was basically each chapter is a lesson. And so it has a lesson and then it has a challenge that they have to achieve. Nice. Because the thing I've learned is belief doesn't come yeah, from yeah. me telling you to believe yeah. in yourself. Totally. Belief comes from experience. Yeah. So yeah, belief comes from from you starting to stack things. Evidence. Uh, evidence, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Evidence is and evidence is real key. The cool thing about it, uh, and I, I, you know, I, like from a high performance point of view, and I think this is you know where you're coming in to actually help people and play, is you actually believe in people first. Oh, yeah. Correct. Yeah. They don't actually have to believe in themselves. No, no. And I, I think everyone grows it's just what's yeah. your framework. Yeah. And then most people don't have very good frameworks. Yeah, exactly. You know, and so, like, anyone who's successful in any area of life, they're very good managers that mm. build themselves. Like, yeah. you as a businessman. Yeah. You're a very good business manager, aren't yeah. you? Yeah. You know, you, yeah, you, totally. you know and yeah. me with exercise, I'm a really good manager of my yeah. exercise in my yeah. life. And so, we, and if you think of it as a skill that yeah. I'm developing, yeah. and so that's what I wanted to do. So, give these people the the framework, yep. the thinking, and then the challenges. So each chef has a challenge they're trying to achieve. Right. And then I give them strategies, rules, and mindsets. Mm-hmm. So, for example, rule number one, this is the first chapter is, we just the first problem is you're not prioritizing it. Yeah. So that's the, you know, like I should exercise, but I'm not doing yeah. it. So the first chapter is you've got to do 12 exercise sessions in the next month. 
Nice. That's the challenge. Challenge. And all we're trying to do is practice the prioritization. Yep. So what I say is you're not allowed to measure the exercise. Got it. The exercise should seem easy. Yes. But all we're measuring is did you get out the door? Yeah. And did you because do things because, that got you out the door? Because here it goes you how to go from being unmotivated, unfit, and lost. Yeah. Because you're dealing with those people, right? Yeah. And that can be similar in business. You know, they're unmotivated. Yep. They're lost on what they can do with their marketing to grow, with their business to grow their business. Uh, maybe they're not marketing fit. So, you know, doing, having a challenge and doing something is really, yeah. really key for, for, for people. Well, and that's for them. So if at the end of the first chapter, suddenly they've had 12 exercise experience where they go, I can prioritize exercise yeah. in my life, you know? Yeah. And, and so then from there, the next thing is, well, we've got to help them find a movement they like. Yeah. So then the next challenge is try six different movements over a month or yeah. six weeks or something like that. You know, and so we're building that framework that's getting them to that place. And ultimately what we're trying to get to is an identity of fitness. Nice. So in any area of your life where you're successful and you have high esteem, yep. you have an identity that reinforces it. Okay. So when you make a good business decision, yep. you go to yourself, that's proof of who I am as a person. Yeah. And then when you're not making good business decisions, you kind of think, oh, I'm losing myself. Yeah. You know, and that's yeah. me with exercise. So if I'm not nice. exercising, I feel dissonance. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that's a good thing because dissonance means I get back to it. Yep. You know, and in any area of your life, we want to use dissonance as a powerful tool to keep us on our path. Perfect. And that's what we're trying to do. So the, the first half of the book's kind of like setting up that framework. Yeah. And then the second half is kind of how do you become someone who has an identity yeah. that you'll sustain for the long term? Because exercise. that's the key, right? Yeah. 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 You've got to have, you've got to, people have to grow that identity. Like when you win a big deal, yeah. what do you tell yourself? Uh, well, we have a thing called Celebrate Victories. Okay, great. So, so we celebrate that. Yeah. Uh, but as in with your identity. Oh, um, to be truthful, I feel yeah. lucky for the client. Yeah, I feel grateful for Great. the client. So you back um, yourself. Yeah, back yourself, and I and I know like um, they're in they're in safe hands. Like we want a really good one today, and we know they're in safe hands because we've already started doing some work for them, and they've already seen the result. And it's like, you know, I, I feel good that my team will look after them. Yeah, um, and that the clients, you know, is is really um, has made a good decision. Yeah, so we got to reinforce that to them as well, and that reinforces what you believe about yourself, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so so what we're trying to do, I'm just a big believer in that our job is to build a set of evidence that shifts people's beliefs and then to cement that belief yeah. about themselves. So so when you look at that, because you've got a business behind this, right? right. Like, so you you have your running programs, yep. et cetera, and getting people, you, you've seen a lot of evidence of this now, mm. right? And, mm. and I guess, so let's talk about some of that. You know, you, you've taken these unfit, unmotivated, lost people. Mm. What are some of the changes you see in people when you, when you oh, the, turn them around? The ultimate change, oh, there's so much. Because what happens is if you take an area of someone's life where they don't think they can be successful yeah. and then you suddenly inject a successful pathway in front of them, yeah. what happens is they're going to get fitter. Yeah. They're going to lose some weight. They're going to yeah. feel, you know, they're going to have more energy. They, those are the People are going to start talking to them. Yeah. You know? But also what happens is is their belief about other areas of their life yeah. changes. So true. Because if, like, like when I, so I was like a total loser as a kid. Yeah. And when I gave up drinking and drugs, yeah. I was like, well, I can do this. Why can't I do that? Yes. You know, and then it's that kind of thing of I'm a big believer in possibility or growth opens up possibility. Yeah. So when you grow, you see a higher level of what I can be moving forward. Yeah, yeah, true. And so some of the greatest feedback we get is I'm better at work. Nice. I'm better with my family. Yeah, yeah. You know, or should I never thought I could do this, now I yeah. think I can. Yeah, yeah. You know, I had a lady actually a couple weeks ago come up to me and said, there was a job promotion coming and I wouldn't normally have gone to it. Oh, wow. But now I am because I... How good is that? Oh, like that's game-changing, life-changing, yeah, right? Yeah, like it really is. And, and it's those small things... That I say small hinges swing big doors. It's all those small things that just start to add up, and that's that whole belief. Yeah, you know. Um, and also, like you can even expand it out further. So if we look at the parents who bring exercise into their life, what role, role modeling is there? Yeah, you know, like because 
if we look at young men, it's really interesting. We look at young men in society. There's a lot of young men, right? Yeah. If we think of late teens, early yeah. early adult, they're using drugs. Yeah, they're using drugs as a way to deal with stress. Yeah, and it's like it's there's problems that come with that. Yeah, you know, and you can take what you want to take from drugs, but if we can teach our young adults, hey, exercise is a really good way when you're feeling yeah. good about yourself, or if you've yeah. got a stress in your life. Yeah, because the thing about how you deal with stress can either make your life worse or make it better. Yeah, totally. You know? Massively. Really. You know, and for a lot of business people, yeah. young men, a lot of people out there, mm. the way they deal with stress is drinking, yeah. disconnection. Yeah. Um, so they do things that make their life more stressful. Yes. So if you if you drink and eat to de-stress, you're going to put on weight. Yeah. You're going to feel shit about yourself. Yeah. So then what are you going to do? You're going to drink some more and eat yeah. more. Yeah, spiral. Yeah. And yeah. so we'll, I'm a, we've got to build tools and infrastructure in people's lives that allows them to find healthy ways to deal with stress, which mm. actually means they function at a high yeah. level and feel esteemed. So, so you, you know, obviously your background and, and you, you know, you see drugs and, and alcohol in the past. How did you get out of that? Like what, like you were obviously in a phase when you were a young fella that yeah. you were in that kind of space. And yeah. what, what triggered you? Was it someone coming along and saying something or was it just? It's kind of, there's, there's, there's three defining moments, really. Mm. So one was me and my mates, we were dropkicks. So yeah. we were like, the scummy guys in town, like we're yeah. sleezers, we're drunk and stoned, you know, like yeah. we were kind of the lowest of society. We're like, paint me a clear picture. <laughs> where, where were you at this time? Like, how old were you? Oh, 17 through to 20. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. And so, um, and I remember one moment was. Were, mate, you, were you into fitness at all, like anything? Or were you just... I was a sporty kid. Yeah. I was a kind of a good sporty kid. Yeah. But not a, a yeah. legendary sporty kid. Yeah. But no, I wasn't at this stage of falling away. Yeah. So this stage, I was just a dropkick. You just like, Smoking weed or whatever yeah, else, and everything, yeah, everything yeah. else, yeah, and and anything I did was two hundred and ten. So, so the first one was one night I went one night we went had the night, and one of my mates turned around to me and he said, "You realise you're an embarrassment when we go out." Oh wow! Yeah, and that was real. That was yeah, hit me yeah, hard because yeah, yeah. well, again we were the drop kicks. Yeah, and even he said that to me. <laughs> you know, it was <laughs> like. Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So there was that. And then another so one. Peer, peer um, review there. Yeah. And then another one was a friend of mine called Mark, who I was always stoned with. Yeah. He once just turned around and goes, you realise we're the druggies? Wow. And I'd never thought of it. Oh, wow. Like I was stoned 24 seasons. So he put a label on it? Yeah. Wow. And I remember as soon as he said it, I remember I remember one time we went to, remember Time Out, where they said the, but when we went to the, um, the movie theatre to come yep. on Yep. And they had the space. Oh, yeah. yeah. I remember one time I'd been, Going there, I was a stone on my face, and I saw some people I knew, and I thought they must have thought I was cool at that time. Yeah. And when Mark said that to me, I saw it from their eyes. Oh wow. Yeah, and I was yeah, like, suddenly yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. oh, I'm a druggie. I'm a druggie. Yeah. And then the last one was actually I just had a really bad drug experience on LSD, and it was kind of like a real confrontational yeah. moment. And I was just, and that was that was the last moment. I was like, oh shit, I need to change. Yeah. And then I went like, I'm I'm a confident. So, so you you basically saw yourself, and went, hey, yeah. this is not. Yeah. Not who I am or where, where I, who I want to be. But I guess at the end of the day, you know, those, those things, you know, having a peer of you and then someone putting a label on it for you, yeah. that would start to have added up in your head. And that's probably why you had that experience because, yeah. you know, drugs tend to take on some things. Well, I actually think the greatest tool we could all have is self-awareness. Yes. You know, yeah, and, yeah. And, you know, when we think about, we think about any moment in your life yeah. where you've progressed, often it's come from a moment of self-awareness. Yes. Yeah. And that can be a, a bottom of the barrel. Yeah. Or, and then what I like to do in my life now is actually have tools that create self-awareness daily in my life. Nice. You know, because, that's cool. because like a, the really good example of that's the weight loss journey. Yeah. So we look at the weight loss journey. What is it? It's behavior change. Yep. So I'm overweight. I want to lose weight. So what I do is I changed what I eat, how I move, how I rest. Yeah. That's a little sweet. Yeah, yeah, nice. You're reducing calorie, changing your foods. You'll do it for a period of time. And then you'll get your goal. And often people, once they get their goal, they slip back to their old behaviors. Yep. It's not straight away. Yeah. But let's say you didn't drink alcohol when you're trying to lose weight. Yep. 
or you only did it on the weekend. Yep. And then you lose weight. You think, oh, I've lost my oh, weight. I can have a beer yeah. on Tuesday night. Yep. And so yep. what happens is you slowly slip back to your yeah. behaviors. Yeah. Now, what most people do is they absentmindedly move forward. Whereas if you had a process where every morning you spent some time reflecting on your life, that next day after you had the beer on a Tuesday night, you go, oh, that doesn't fit in with my formula. Okay. So I need to make sure I don't do that again. Yeah, nice. You know? And so I'm just a big believer that self-awareness tools in, in all of our lives are the most powerful tools we have. Because when we self-reflect, we make better decisions. Yeah. Because to be fair, like life's busy, you just yeah. do the day-to-day, you don't yeah. really think about anything else, you're probably guilty of that, you don't really yeah. self-reflect on anything. So that would be a good way for you to actually reset yourself and go, okay, how's that working for Well, I love this idea of how often you go to bed 100% satisfied with your day. Yeah. And, and is it a fluke or is it something you create? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh. and, and so like, I, I, I'm going to say we're annual here, but um, I go to bed 100% satisfied with my day, I'm going to say 90% of the time. Mm-hmm. And I'm not being arrogant, I'm not thinking about myself. But the reason is, is first of all, every Sunday morning I have a weekly meeting for myself. Yep. So I book out 30 minutes in my diary. Okay. And I look at my goals. Yep. And I write down in the five different, six different areas I have goals in, what are my objectives for this week? Nice. So with my music, I want to get to this point here by the end yep. of this week. With my business, I want to get to here by the end of the week. So, nice. and what I do is, let's say I've got 10 hours of business. With that 10 hours, how much further should I be? Yeah, yeah. And then what I do is I plan out my week. And then in the morning... I read my goals, I read my objectives for the day, and then I plan out my day. Oh. So, and it's not just business, it's whole self. Yeah, yeah. Now, I've created the day in front of me. Yeah. You know, it's Hang not, on. yeah, it's not a fluke. Not a fluke. You know, yeah, and, if that, and if that is what your day, you know, your ideal day is that, you're going to hit it, right? Yeah. You think and the other thing you do, I have this talk called a defining moments, because most days are defined by two or three moments. Mm. You know, it might be that you did a hard exercise. It might be you won that client today. Yeah. Or it might be, you know, just if you look at your day, most days, most days have it. Yeah. So most days you get up, you brush your teeth, you have your coffee and yeah. so on. You come to work, you do your emails and so on. But there's two or three moments that if you win those moments, mm. champion day. Yeah. So what I do in my process is as I do my morning meeting, I look at my day, I look at my objectives. Okay, where are my defining moments? Nice. And then what am I, how am I going to act and what am I going to do in those defining moments to create success in those moments? yeah, yeah. You know, and so, like, let's say I'm going to do a hard run. Okay, well, how do I set myself for success? Or yeah. let's say I'm going to have a hard conversation with someone, yeah. which most people don't do. Yeah. Okay, what, how do I need to put my, where do I need to put myself? Yeah, yeah. What do I need to do? How do I take on the conversation? Nice. You know, and so then when that moment hits, I'm actually you're ready for it. You're ready for it. You're prepared. Yeah. And then once you've done that moment, you feel great about yourself because, yeah. you know, and it's, you know, it's very like um, Dr. Fred Gross talks about, you know, having teens, 25s and 50s and 100s. Yeah. And what are the teens in your, in your day that would make your day awesome? Mm. You know, so is it catching up with someone for coffee? Is it, you know, going and exercising? And then what are the 25s, you know, yeah. maybe? And it's that planning in advance, right? Which I think a lot of people have probably gotten away for, from. Well, I have this concept of before, if I have con- this for. When we think of any time in life where we go to yep. a higher level, there's one thing we all share. Yep. So it could be study, it could be a business, it could be fitness, that you put more effort in. Yep, totally. You know? Yeah, yeah. And so with that in mind, we need tools for effort. Yeah. And so I, I, I kind of identify four types of effort. So one is goal-setting effort yep. or growth pathway. Yep. So most people know they should get, set goals, yeah. but they don't do it. Yeah. Now, I did my goals. Well, why do you think that is, though? Like, why do you think it takes effort? Yeah. And and that muscle, that exercise of the muscle of taking effort, yeah, is too hard. So and, and what happens is, or what I've seen is, people get distracted. Mm. Oh, I'll get, and I've done this myself. Oh, you're supposed to be working on this, but you're working on that over there. Yeah. You know, and you get distracted real easy. And I think that's where, yeah, you know, people like to get distracted so they don't have to confront 
Yeah. What they yeah, totally agree. That's a procrastination of yeah. denial, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and that causes that once again that can be self spiraling, right? So mm. okay, so let's let's keep well, I mean, the funny thing about goal setting is like I was in Bali recently I did my goals. Over a three day period it took me six hours. Mm. Now that sets up in the next six months of my life. Yeah. So for six months of time, yeah, I'll put a six six hour investment in. Yeah, yeah. You know, but was that a was that a like did you have that as a managed process? Was that or was that a self-governed process? Self-governed. Nice. But I've been doing it for years, so I've got yeah. a process I do. Okay. So that's the first type. Then the next one is what I call before effort. And I actually think this is the biggest and most yeah. important effort. So before effort is before I do the thing, what's the effort I put in to create success? Nice. So when we look at what I shared earlier, my weekly meeting, my yep. morning process, yep. that's my defining moments. Yep. That's before effort. Yeah. That means that when I hit that moment, yep. I'll put all this effort in to yep. create success. Yes. You know, and so for me, it's what's the structure that allows me to be in the right mindset and have the right energy to deliver. Like it's that whole thing of whenever I'm in, I'm 100% focused yep. on. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm with you right now. Yeah. We're here. We're here. I'm going to go teach a class after this. Yeah. I'll forget about this and I'll be 100% focused yeah. on that. Yeah. And so, but I, I reckon that's, I reckon honestly, mate, that is a real skill though. Yeah. Like I've, you meet so many people uh, and talk to so many people, like you can tell when they're in and when they're not in. Right. Right? And I think, I think if you can give, I oh, was listening to some stuff the other day, if you can give someone the gift of being when you're with them, when you're with them. Be present. And I've really worked hard to do that with my son and my wife, you know, when we're there, we're there. Yeah. And, and it's, I tell you, it's not easy. Yeah. Like when you, you and how do you do it? Ah, uh, we have not had that phone thing. Okay. So, 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 some structure around it. Yeah. Remote yeah. device. Like we, we, me and my son played um, Monopoly the other day. It's a three-hour game. Yeah, give me lovely cards. He torched me. <laughs> Absolutely torched me. But it was great because we were just in that moment, you know, and and like no other distractions. Like yeah. there was no no technology, yeah. you know. And I think that's the gift you can give your kids is the time, right? But but it, but it like it's not it's not an easy thing to do. No, you really have to. You do have to push yourself to to. And, and the worst part about it, even like going on holiday is you use your phone now as a camera. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. that kind of sucks because yeah. you've got your camera, but you've also got your phone. Yeah. It would be great if you just, yeah. So it, it, I definitely get it for people. It's, it's It really is, um, you know, it's something that I know a lot of people have struggled dealing with. Oh, I think a lot of people have been going good. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But it's interesting with your boy, you obviously put effort to put those things aside. Totally. So you can have the energy. Yeah. You? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because at the end of the day, I think I read somewhere kids are here for eighteen years that you'll oh, spend yeah. you'll spend yeah. eighteen years with them, and then yeah, you told me that yeah, and then one year after that you've, you've for the rest of their life you spend one, one year one more in year contact, in yeah, contact yeah. with them, and like that burns me, man. Yeah, <laughs> I just like I think you told me that well, in one of It's actually quite like you know, when you think about it, yeah. and I mean, then I think about it from my parents' point of view. You know, I can see why they treasure the time mm. with us. You know, mm. um, so yeah. Mate, so, okay, so, so, so there's, there's before effort. Yeah, before effort. And then there's in the moment effort. Mm. So in the moment effort is when you're doing the thing. Yeah. So it's when you're doing the reps at the gym and you suddenly talk yourself out of it. Yep. Or it's when you're meant to have that hard conversation, but you talk yourself out of it. Yeah. So it's when you're, so it's that when I'm uncomfortable, my ability actually to apply. Yeah. You know? So it's, it's can I, I remember, I remember once um, I listened to a podcast and they were talking about how uh, Chinese workers, you get 60 minutes out of an hour. European workers, you get 30 minutes out of the hour. Wow. You know, as in productivity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Productivity. Um, and so it's that kind of like, if I'm going to work, do I do an hour's work? Yeah. You know, so it's that yeah. ability to actually stay focused on the thing yeah. I'm in. Yeah. And then the last kind of is that kind of evolution effort. So that's like study or, yeah. you know. And yeah. If you can become a master of goal setting before in, in evolution, 
what you can achieve will be pretty much. So mind. evolution, what is that? What is that? What is that? Oh, it's, 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 a, it's a bit more of a commitment, but it's that, okay, I might do an MBA. Okay. Or I might do a course. Yep. You know, so I'm actually doing something that's more about evolving me to a yep. much higher level yep. of understanding. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Which is often more of a commitment. Yeah. Um, and, you know, if you're going to do an MBA, there's going to be four if and in the moment. Yeah. But it's that, okay, here's where I am. Here's a bigger project towards yep. this. Yep. So you have those, once again, those focuses. Yeah. The long term. Yeah. Fascinating stuff, right? And and so when you're dealing with people and you, because obviously in, within your businesses, you're getting people, you know, from, from not running to 5Ks, you mm. know, obviously that, that, whole mental aspect must play a huge part of it, right? Yeah. Do, you, do you think most of it is actually mental? Like, yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. And, and for those people, you're trying to create a safe journey. Yeah. You know, because they are so vulnerable. Yeah. So like even like even as we're a running group, we actually have what I call, I call them life coaching sessions. Yeah. And they're all automated videos. But yeah. basically it's like, here's 30 minutes you need to watch before you turn yeah. this week. And what we're doing is we're teaching them the thinking. Yeah. Again, if we go back to what we talked about earlier, in any area in life you're successful, you have great management tools. Yeah. Self-management tools. Self-management tools. You know, and so what, what we're trying to do is guide them through. Like we can talk to them about breathing and technique, but it's actually, yeah. what you, and, you know, the nice compliment when someone says, Bevan, you're in my head. Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah, hey, yeah. Well, actually, I've, I've done a good job. Yeah, you've done a good job, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah better than like Netflix being in the head, right? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, I, find it, I do find it interesting, you know, people get do get a lot of filters from uh, other aspects of the world that are not good for them, right? Mm. And I always remember, and my mum doesn't listen to the podcast, so she won't mind me saying this, but mum, I, I could find my, I could find my mum, uh, getting spiraling. She was listening to the radio and all that sort of oh, stuff too much, you know, right? Yeah. So, so I got a project and I got my mum, um, to start typing. I said, mum, I really need you to type out all these documents. And it was stuff around positive oh, mindset really? well, and all this sort of stuff. So you're kind of subconsciously trying to feed her. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And and it worked. Really? You know, like yeah, it definitely worked. Like she's, you know, she just evolved. Like you oh, can see her evolve wow. because she was like typing out and I'd give her the next one and I'd do this one as well. Oh, like she was oh. constantly started feeding her brain because she was having to read it. Yeah. Whereas if I told my mum to read this book, she wouldn't have, wouldn't have, she wouldn't yeah. have done any of it, right? Wow. But I got here, this, you're helping me out, you know? Hey. Yeah, well, it's just even interesting to think of. Um, what do you feed your mind? Mm. You know, because oh. the mind is, you know, something you're feeding, isn't it? Yeah, totally. And and it's a and it like it is a um a muscle. Yeah. And if you're feeding, if you're giving your muscle, you know, crap, you're gonna get crap out. And uh, you know, to the point, like I don't, I wouldn't even have a clue. This is maybe sound bad, but I don't have a clue what um is going on now with the election. Mm-hmm. I don't watch the news. I don't have yeah. any of that sort of stuff. Yeah. Uh, if I need to know it, someone will tell me yeah. some stuff. But, yeah. but but I just I refuse to buy into that negative. Yeah. The conversation of what's what they what they want me to to know, yeah. you know. Um, but also, it's re- that's really challenging in today's world because, like, you know, we look at the algorithms. Mm. Like, it's interesting because I I go on YouTube for because I love my music, so I'm up after mm. look at some great music channels and what. It's interesting. There's been channels I've tried to show me with people who I know I'd have no respect for. Yeah, and I'll tell them I don't want to watch it. Yeah, and they still come back through. Still later. Come back, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. And it's just because I'm a man of a certain age. Yeah, they think I must yeah. want to watch yeah. it. Must want to watch it. Yeah, and and you know, so it's actually a real challenge. Like, there's not just make sure you're putting good stuff in. It's mm. almost that make sure you put that wall up. Yeah. You know, and being aware of, and also be like, I love the idea of trying to live life in a state you want to feel in. Yeah. Okay. You know, so it's that kind of thing of, um, uh, if I go for a run, I love running, but I love yeah. running for music. Yes. Because it brings out state. State. You know? Nice. You yeah. know? Yeah, cool. And so when you're trying to think about how you're living your day, it's what are the states I want to feel yeah. in? And if you're feeding a state, if you are listening to like a talkback show and someone's yeah. just firing you up. Yeah. Is that actually a good state for you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Uh, and so it's, it's, 
Yeah, it's really interesting how you kind of plan out these things. Yeah. Right? So like, let's, most of this, the audience that are listening to this are business owners. Yeah. They're not busy during the whacking and the cracking. They'll yeah. be stressed there, yeah. um, you know, with the economy, with their staff. Oh, business is everything, Everything's going on, yeah. Business, you know, so what would you say to some business owners? Like, let's, let's maybe even some examples you've got at the moment where what's some of the little things they could do to really get themselves um, you know, back on track because, you know, like it is a tough time and, and you can yeah. buy into people's self-talk and all that sort of stuff. So I have this concept called healthy high performer because mm-hmm. I actually think, we'll go back to what we were talking about earlier, was this concept of um, when I get stressed, I do things that make more, things more stressful yep. for us. And let's be honest, if you're a business, it's a roller coaster. Yeah. There's days where you think you're bloody Warren Buffett and then there's days where you think the world's ending. <laughs> and the problem of being in business is you live with an insecure future. Yeah. That's a down, you know, that's, yeah, the the benefit of business if it goes well, you get the reward. Yeah, the downfall is you live with an insecure future. Yeah, well, it's the ultimate commission. Yeah, right? yeah, totally. Yeah. And um, whereas of employment, you know, you can get paycheck for the next twenty years. So that's yeah. the, you know, and so, but unfortunately, and I'll share a story. So I had a lady who I was mentoring who owned a power company in America. Like she owned a power. Company. I think yeah, already like oh, wow, very successful woman. And um, she came to me because she was in a very unhealthy place, yeah. like overweight, highly stressed, highly strung out neglecting relationship like everything about it was bad and and I said to her what are we, we spent some time trying to figure out what is healthy tools yep. so I can't remember what they were but it's probably journaling maybe some movement yep. maybe a hobby thing yep. talking to a friend let's just say those are the things yep. and the challenge to her was for the next month every morning she had to wake up and go I've got to put these two things in my day nice two of these things yeah, so yeah. it might be one day she went for a walk and called a friend the next day yep. she did a hobby and journaled and so on and, but the real key to was it, what it was, was that she had to make that her number one priority in a day. Wow. So no matter what else was in her wow. day, she had to go, okay, when am I going to get this walk done? And oh. so we go away, we set up this, and I said, okay, the challenge is next month you're going to, so we go away, we get back on the call, and then the very the first thing she says to me on the call is, Bevan, you're not going to believe it, but in the last month, my business has had the equivalent of six months of work in the last 30 days. Wow. It's been the busiest we've ever been. Wow. And I'm like, oh, no. Because what do you think I'm thinking? Yeah, you shared and done your challenge. Yeah. And, and, and sometimes as a mentor, you've got to keep someone a kick yeah. the butt. Yeah. And then sometimes you've got to go, you know what? Fair enough. So I was kind of ready to give her, I was ready to go, you know what? Fair enough. And I go, she goes, Bevan, I've had this month, busiest month ever, but I did the challenge. Nice. And she said, it's been life-changing. Oh, and wow. she said a couple of things. So she said, I've lost weight, which normally time I put weight yeah. on. She said, I've connected with my partner, whereas normally this creates problems because yeah. I've realized he's an ally. Instead of an enemy, because oh. instead of going home and disconnecting and feeling frustrated, I talked to him and he was actually really good for me. So there was lots of really obvious things we saw, but she said two things that were really mind-blowing. That's cool. She said, um, I've performed better in my business over this last month. My business got a better version of me. Wow. And this is the biggest problem with yeah, business yeah. owners, because what we do is when we get into busy, high peak times, we go, I'll neglect everything that's good for me because my business needs me more. Yeah, yeah. And so the shift in mindset we need to have is when I get busier, I should fight harder for my healthy tools. Nice. Now, time frames may change. Like, for example, I like to play piano for 30 minutes to an hour a day. If I'm peak time, I'm not doing that. Yeah. I'll get 10 minutes in. Yeah. Just to give myself that relief. Yeah. And so healthy high performer says, no, no matter what the conditions of my life, I fight harder for the prioritization of yeah. my healthy tool. Nice. But the second thing, and this is actually the most mind-blowing thing she said, she said, Bevan, and it, as a mentor, I always know I've done a good job when people say yeah. this to me, and it just comes around about it. She says, Bevan, I just feel like I'm being me. Brilliant. 
Nice. You know? Yeah, so she's developed, yeah, developed into, into the life. Yeah. Nice. And, and like, because when we think about times when we lost, we feel a misalignment of self. Yeah. You know, whereas we, we feel we're looking at, when we're doing well, we feel yeah. alignment. Yeah. And so, A, she felt alignment. B, it was much better for her business yeah. to put herself first. Yeah, yeah. And then C, she was healthier through it. Yeah. And I think in these totally. times. That, yeah. That's key, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so, like, when we think of, but what do we all do? We go, oh, I'm busy, I need to neglect all these yeah. things. Yeah. So when we're busy, we don't plan our food. When mm. we're busy, we, when we move away from the people. Yeah. When we're busy, we isolate. When we're yeah. busy, we drink more alcohol. Yeah. So it's that kind of, no, these are the times where I fight harder for these things. Yeah. But we, where it works with business owners is when you say, because my business needs me to. Yeah. And so saying, nice. you know, that, and that's the shift. Like, it's really yeah. interesting. We get it with mums as well. Because mums are really good at saying, my family needs me. I'll put myself last. Yeah. I want you to watch some videos that you talked about. You talked, you know, when you were with your um, clients and with the runnings and stuff. And yeah. you, you're talking, you, you were talking to some, to some mums and, and the change in them is when they started putting their self yeah. first, the, the amazing things that were happening to the family. Yeah. Because. Well, so first of all, they, the, the family gets a better version of them. Yeah. Um, they feel great about themselves, but. Often the, the, they, the family realise they need to pull their socks up a bit in a yeah. way to support mum. Yeah. You know, and they can. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, like sometimes, and I'm not picking on mums here, but sometimes yeah. mums do too much. Do too much in a way that doesn't actually allow independence. Yes. Um, and again, I'm not picking on mums. but um, Sounds like you. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, you know, they, they learn their family can adapt yeah. without them. Yeah, you know, totally. They, and people have to step up. Yeah. And, it, it, you know, again, if we go back to... The healthy high performer says, mm. I prioritize my tools first in my peak times. Yeah. Because healthier me, better business, yeah. and better outcome for everyone. That, that's awesome. And I think, you know, like when you think about it, like fighting for your healthy tools, like I never had any healthy tools. Oh, really? Until you started talking about it. Well, I didn't classify them. Oh, really? Tools. Oh, really? Like, so, health, so what would be your healthy tools? Well, because I go to the gym yep. uh, in the mornings at 5.30. Right. Um, and that sets my day up, you know, and then I write my goals and, and look at my focuses and my day and stuff. Um, but they are my healthy tools. Yeah. You know, imagine making sure for your boy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so I, I make sure I'm home, um, every morning, uh, apart from Tuesdays when I go and have coffee with the guys from the gym. Yeah. Uh, I'll make sure I'm home in time for seeing him having breakfast with Kerry and him. And Kerry makes a beautiful green smoothie. Yeah. Um, and we all, you know, we're, in and around the house talking, yeah. sitting down, you know. And how important is that for the rest of your day? Yeah, it is my day. Yeah. Like, because I, well, one thing I say, I say in the mornings, you know, get yourself out of bed is own the morning, own the day. Yeah. And that's my part of the day. You know, yeah. I own that part. No one else can interfere with my, mm-hmm. I don't check anything. Yeah. You know, like there's no, nothing that, that yeah, interferes with that day. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't. And, you know, to get me to go to the gym at 4.30 in this afternoon would never happen, right? Yeah. Um, but I, I, I own the morning, get up at five, boom, and do it. And do you ever neglect it when things get busy? Uh, no. Great. No. So you've actually learned how to do that. I, I neglected it in the last two weeks because last week because I had an injury and, yeah. and I, you know, had an accident. But, but apart from that, no. Like yeah. it's, if it's busy, I probably, and it's interesting talking to guys and girls, but, you know, guys I go to the gym with are high performers, they're all in big businesses, mm-hmm. right? Um, we all talk about the love of it because, the stress of business and you can bring that in, you know, you, you get up and you go to the gym, yeah. you know, it's part of who you are, yeah. part of you bringing who you are to, to, to the gym. So that's the thing, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. And, yeah. and it allows you to, you know, just 
you feel I feel good anyway, and I know the guys that talk to they they do they feel like they've really done something and they've you know. And if we flip it on its head, if you didn't do that, what would it cost your business? Yeah, it would cost the business because I feel lethargic. I feel like you know you get that you know that's just that icky feeling. You yeah. know, I just feel more like oh, oh, I am on point uh, for most of the day until probably around that three thirty four, and then I'm done. You know, yeah. I'm done. Yeah, but till then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I don't believe you can be on all the time either. No. You know, you got to choose, you know, there's a certain way I do work. Yeah. Um, using split times and stuff like that. But yeah, I don't, at night, no, no chance. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm out, I'm out. Well, I ultimately think that's the real key is that what we're trying to do is learn ourselves. Like, you, you, you know, you jump on YouTube, everyone's getting informed about how to live your life. Yeah. You know, and but you have to learn your own stuff. Yeah, that's like, it. That's how, it. You, yeah. how you want to. No, there's all these tools, and it's like you trial and error, and you kind of go, actually, this works for me. Yeah. And, and then the key is once I know a tool that works, how do I be consistent yeah. with it? Well, I think the key there for, you know, and I think business owners listening to this is find something that works for you so that, you know, your business needs you to. You know, mm. I think that's really important. Find something. And it could be, hey, look, it could be motor racing. You know, oh, yeah. if it's something that yeah. really ticks, turns you, ticks you on and then in here, and then, you know, it allows you to turn up and be the best, best person. Like, yeah. you know, like it, I think that's really, it's a really key distinction is fine. Well, and, and I think, you know, cause, cause the downfall we see of business is the workaholic person. Yeah. So what is a workaholic person? It's a one dimensional person. Yeah. You know, they yeah. only have, and, and I'll be honest, when I was, around late twenties, I was a one dimensional person. So at this stage, I'd gone from being a dropkick, being an exercise kind of guru. Yeah. Um, and I was exercising 35 hours a week. How long did it take you to get out of that hole? Obviously you said we went cold turkey, but you know, how long did it take you to get out of that hole? I was very lucky. Did you have to move environment? Did you yeah. Know? And it's funny looking back subconsciously, I made a lot of good choices. Yeah. I don't know if I was that conscious yeah. of it. Yeah. Um, but I literally lost my friends overnight. Yeah. But I joined a gym and there's yeah. just great people there. Yeah. So suddenly you go from hearing up the worst people in town. Yeah. To being you know, ambitious, people yeah. are trying to grow. Yeah. So it was actually like people say, was it hard to get? And I didn't find it hard. No. You know, like I, I really, yeah. cause I just yeah. shifted lives. Yeah. And also one thing that happened, which was really good for me, me and my mate were going to marijuana at the time mm. and I gave up. And then about three months later, the crop came in. And he goes to me, Bevo, mate, come on, get stoned again. And I was kind of like, oh, I should just because we did this. Yeah. And I went up stoned again. It was just a really good thing because I, I got stoned and there was just nothing there for me. Yeah. You know, it was just yeah, a, yeah. It, was, it was like the final, final, final copy. Yeah, final realisation. Yeah, I was like, like actually. And I spent the whole night just telling him how good my life was. And I actually was probably critical of him. But it was just because I was in a good place. But, um, yeah. So, but I, yeah. So when we look at the one-dimensional person, yeah. what they are is like great at one thing. Yeah. And they're kind of that that weaken or whatever. Yeah, yeah, And I love this idea of well, what are your esteem points in life? Okay. So esteem points are what areas give me a sense of confidence. And a really good example. So a couple of years ago, I had a back operation. Yep. Now fitness is my game. You know, yeah. it's it's who I'm known as, my yeah. deputy. Um, if that happened to me 15 years ago, sorry, yeah. I thought you were a model. Oh, thanks, but part time, part time, soon model. Uh, but but at this stage, um, if you if I did happen 10 years earlier. Yeah. Oh, 15 years, I would have been a total loss of Okay. Because all I was was fitness. Fitness, yeah. But then when I woke up at 30, I realized I need more to self. Yeah. So that's when I started playing music. That's when nice. I started business. That's when I still have exercise. We've done my relationships. Yeah. You know, and so when my back happened a couple of years ago, I couldn't exercise for four months at all. Yeah. For a guy who normally exercises 15 hours a week, that's yeah. quite a big gap. Yeah. And everyone was going to my wife, how's Bevan? Yeah. And she goes, no, he's fine. And uh, how, how is he? he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I just played my piano more. Yeah, nice. I just did more of my other esteem yeah, yeah, things. Yeah, other esteem things. And so one downfall of business people, and it's 
the thing is, it's really hard to give up something that you're good mm. to be something you should at. Yeah. You know, so what yeah, that relearning, right? Yeah, totally. And if you're a rock star business person, but you're one dimensional. Yeah. And then you go and you be a one one over here. Yeah. It's a harder yeah. ego trip. Yeah. But actually, maybe you'll get it to your better development is to actually go, I need to drop a little bit of this. Yep. Because if you're watching this right now and you're thinking of these kind of healthy tools and you've got none, mm. well, there's some real obvious areas for work. Yeah. Because you need to spend some time developing some healthy yeah. tools. Yeah. You know? And if it's and, just, I need to work more. And what would be a healthy tool? What would, what would be a couple of healthy tools that people? Look, and this is the thing is they don't need to be complicated and they yeah. don't need to take time. No. Like a healthy tool can be just getting down and go for 10 minutes. Oh, let's try Listen to your favorite song. It's cool. We do uh, we do a thing uh, Monday morning. It's called a whiffle. What I feel like expressing. Oh, one, one of the guys just said, "Hey, um, he would like to walk more." And I just said, "Hey, cool. Well, I walk every day." Um, and so today me and him went walking. Great. You know, and and that's a tool. That, you know, like it doesn't. It's twenty five yeah. minutes around the block. Get out. We had a chat. You know, it's stuff that you could not do. Did you read the book Chatter? No, highly recommend Chatter. Okay, it's about Chatter. Ethan Cross um, with a K. Um, so he talks about. Uh, rumination. Yep. So rumination is when your mind is just kind of, if I like to think of it as a tape deck rewind play. Okay. So you've got a thought and you're yep. just sitting in it. Right? And the longer you ruminate it, the more emotionally driven it gets. Okay. And so he talks about, uh, I can't remember the it's a dist- um, distraction or um, uh, something like this, but basically you need to remove yourself from that place. Nice. You know, and um, a lot of hobbies and things like that will do that. Yeah. So um, if you go for a walk, what you're doing is you're removing yourself from your headspace. Yeah. And then when you come back, you've almost solved it. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. You know? And so when we think about healthy tools, we're looking at those things that just take us out of ourselves yeah. for a moment. Yeah. Now, they can be a hobby thing. They can yeah. be more time consuming. Yeah. Thing. But they can be just put your favourite song and go for a walk. Yeah, totally. It can be call a mate and just talk about the game of league on yeah. the weekend. Yeah. You know? Like yeah, it, yeah, yeah, exactly. Because I think we think healthy tool has to be, I have to learn to meditate. Well, the thing is these days, you know, a healthy tool, it, it's right. It doesn't have to be physical either. It could be no. talking. Yeah. Um, because it is, you know, the more stress around re- mentally these days as well, right? Oh, so, man. you know, being able to actually have a conversation and talk to people is, is you know, one of those, one of those yeah. cool things too. So. And also, you know, like that thing of find your team. Yeah. You know, because everyone, look, we live in a bit of a world, we live in a bit of a world where it's like, make sure you share. Yeah. Sharing is good. Yeah. But not everyone shared to has very good communication skills. No, true. You know, so when we think of communication, ultimately what we want in communication is understanding. Understanding. You know? Yeah. And so if, if I tell you, hey, I'm feeling like this, and you go, yeah, here's what you need to do. Yeah. You haven't shown understanding. Yeah, yeah. No. And so yeah. what you, we, you listen to reply. Yeah. I just <laughs> want to tell you how to solve yeah. your problems, don't yeah. you? And so. By the way, I'll give you a term. You would do that to your wife. Yeah. <laughs> Ask me how I know. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Uh, so, so what we want to think about is um, build my ally, build my team. Mm. So the guys you know, or the people you know, when I call this person, they're a really good person to connect with. Yeah. You know, they might have a good ear. They might be the person, yeah. that, you know. And so it's not just talk, but talk to the right people, mm. you know. But, but again, again, like when we think of healthy tools, they don't need to be that complicated. And, and if you're watching this, there's two ways to think about it. What do I know works? Like, yeah. what have I done in the past? You know, no, you know, I've yeah. always liked doing exercise yeah. or me, I like doing a bit of art at night or whatever. And then what are some that I can bring in that are realistic for me? Yes. Because like the, the classic example is the meditation piece. Yes. So everyone goes, oh, I, I should meditate. Yeah. Meditation is a really, uh, here's yeah. a really good analogy. When we, th- I often talk about exercise as a drug and don't get me wrong when I say this, but what I mean is what's the heroin and what's, so what's the easiest exercise for people to get addicted to and what's the hardest one? Yeah. So to me, a spin class is the easiest drug to sell. Okay. Because it's so simple. Yeah. Awesome atmosphere. Yeah. In your first class, you can get the buzz. Yeah. 
So it's an yeah, easy drug to sell. Yeah, the, yeah, everything. Yeah. Is. So one class you can come back. Oh, I love yeah. this. I'm going to come back. Yeah. Running, hard drug to sell mm-hmm. because yeah, you, you feel like it's it's hard on your body. Yep. you feel crap. Yeah, and the thing about running is you don't really get the joy until you've done it for six weeks. Yes, so it takes a lot of faith to get the high. What was that? Is, like that's just the way the body is. Or yeah, what? and I just think the journey's a bit slower. Yeah, you know, like running the running the high of running, yeah. especially if you're new. Yeah, you get the high of intensity of running, but as a new person, you shouldn't have that. Yeah, because it's too risky. Yeah, too risky. You know, and so whereas a spin class, you can go pretty intense. Yeah. You know, and and also there's a kind of a space with running that comes after you get mm. after a period of time. But so if you're going my healthy tool, it's like what what's one's the easiest drug for me to find? Now I'm not saying drugs, but yeah. you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Like sure, meditation's a great way to, to deal with stress, but it's a six week it takes you six weeks to get it. Yeah, yeah. Whereas it might be I just write a journal for five minutes. Mm. That's that's an easy yeah. drug. You know, yeah. so like when you're thinking about bringing healthy tools into your life, think about what do I know already works? And what are some easy options? And also different options for different times. Yeah. So what's my five-minute offload? Yeah. What's my 20-minute offload? Nice. You know? Yeah, and, and what can I then seamlessly fit in? And then what you can almost do, and this is what I do, I plan my day around energy and focus management. Okay. So I know two and a half hours of work, I'm custard. Yep. So if I'm in front of the computer for two and a half hours, yeah. You know, after that, yeah, I'm, 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 yeah. I'm checking Facebook. Um, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm wasting time. Yeah, I'm not productive. Yeah. So why would I plan more than two and a half hours of work? Yeah, totally. So what I do is I go plan. I normally plan about a two hour block, and then I'll plan an offload. Yeah, and then I'll plan another two hour block. Yeah, and then I'll plan an offload. So I'm actually planning yeah. my offloads yeah. in my day. Yeah, I learned that from a guy called Dean Jackson. Okay, and he called it the fifty twenty fifty. Uh, and it, oh, it was, yeah, and basically like using the Pomodoro technique. So you okay. go for 25 minutes, then you have a five minute break, and then 25 minutes have a five minute break. So you end up, you know, having 10 minutes over an hour. You but it's way more focused. It's way more focused. Yeah. That seems to work really well for me. Like if I'm under pressure and I need to get stuff done, I'd go to that. Nice. You know, and I know it works uh-huh. and I'll just go to it. And what do you do in the five minutes? Just get uh, up. Just get up. Yeah. Just move around. Well, cause, because we're based online. Like we turn it, you turn everything off. Yeah, okay. You know, so yeah. you might then turn everything on for five minutes. Yeah, because you're allowed to do whatever you want in that five yeah, minutes. Nice. Um, you kind of have to do give yourself that reward. So, um, but then you're back into the yeah, twenty five. Nice. Yeah, it's great. Um, I find I get a lot. And you send an objective as you start again. I already know what it is. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so I already know what I'm working on. But yeah, definitely it is. And look, that, that's not going to work for every business owner. No, right? but no. you have to find the things that are going to adapt and work for you. Um, well, this is the thing life is stressful. Mm. And so stress is going to build. And so that's why I, similar approach to what I do is that I think, well, why don't I just release the valve every couple of hours? Yeah. And, and instead of just saying have a break, I kind of add a talk. Yeah. So, like, it might be jump on a pad for 10 minutes. It might be go outside and have a coffee. It might be meditate, whatever it is. And so, I remember when the earthquakes happened. It was really interesting. When the earthquakes happened, so we had the earthquakes in Christchurch. Yeah. 12, 13 years ago, 12 years ago. Um, and I had a manager up in Auckland, and she rang all the staff of all the Les Mills in Christchurch, so about 50 people. And then we caught up a few months later, and she said, Bevan, you're the only person I rang who wasn't stressed. Mm-mm. You know, and, and like, Admittedly, I didn't lose people, but like mm. my job was gone for three months. Yeah. Um, my house had lots of problems. Like I had stresses. Yeah. Yeah. And she said it was mind blowing. And it's just yeah. that, that stress management tool. Yeah. And choosing what you're going to allow to call stress. Yeah. You know, that's a big yeah. part of it too, right? Yeah. Because, because you can choose to label catastrophize. Yeah. 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 Yeah, we won't go and do that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so this is uh, interesting and fascinating at the same time. Like I think you obviously you've developed this as a 
as a real skill set over time, you know, and you become world-class at it. Um, when you go into a room and you're talking to people now, can you see, can you see, can you spot high performance? Can you, when you even when you start meeting people coming into your world now? To, but you know, you know, competent people, don't yeah, you? yeah, you know, and then not saying arrogant people, yeah, but you know, someone who's self-assured, yeah, you know, yeah. that someone has that that kind yeah. of there's a presence, isn't there? Yes. Yes. And it doesn't mean they're a big personality. No. What about what about people coming into your world that are you know just starting off running and stuff? Can you can't can you can't see how oh, that person's going to make it? Or have you started to notice? No, people? because I think I think um, it's, if they're not making it, we haven't managed them well. Okay, so, you know what I mean? Yeah, cool. You know, sure. so we haven't done our job. Come on, you said you, when someone yeah. joins you, you're like you're yeah. in good hands. Yeah, yeah, no, that's a that's strong. So you and so how big's what what what. What's your team got like now? What are you, what, what's actually business on a day to day look like for you guys? Um, How many people are you training? Uh, we train about two, three hundred a week. Nice. Yeah. So yeah. Um, to be honest, uh, as a business person, I've really grown my business. Uh, yeah. My problem is I, I get a bit distracted. Yeah. So if anything, um, the thing I've learned is I've got to get a bit more narrow focused. Yeah. And I'm sure a lot of business owners are like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you know, yeah. is yeah. that and um. So my business, my 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 day to day business, I've kind of just got it to a certain point. I've always just sat on it, and now I've kind of done projects like this on the yep. side. Um, and so, yeah, it's it's, a, it's been a really interesting moment in my life because I have self reflected on what's the right direction I want to go. Yep. You know, and that's and I'm kind of in that right now. Yeah. To be honest. Well, because you've you've done a lot of stuff as well. Like mm. You're obviously a speaker. You've done you've done uh, property as yeah. well. So you're you know, a property investor. So you've got a whole bunch of things going on. Mm. Well, that's the thing is that you get to a moment and. Where choice is almost a struggle. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not in a bad way, but yeah. it's just that you have choices. Yeah. I remember once someone said to me, well, if you totally believe in yourself, the real dilemma is what do you choose to do? Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's not that I totally believe in myself, yeah. but, you know, but I, I do have a sense of self-belief. Yeah. But, um, and I think in some ways, I, I'll be really honest, I think my conflict is between chasing the wrong thing and chasing the right thing. Okay. You know, and because I come from poor. Yeah. So I was brought up in like the poor part of town. Yeah. Yeah. I left school without being able to read or write. Yeah. So I'm the classic radius yeah. to riches kind of guy. Yeah. Um, well, not that I'm rich, rich, but you know what I mean? Yeah. But, um, <laughs> but I've always, there's always been a component of me that still needs to fill that gap. Yeah. And it, I don't need it anymore. No. But it's still there. It's still there. You know? And, and there's, a, there's a skill set I have that has a massive impact on the world. Mm. And I still get distracted by this at times. Yes. You know, and yeah. and it's this kind of tug of war of like I don't really need much more stuff. No. But I still want is there still a need part of me that needs that? Yes. And and I don't actually think it's the best use of my time on this earth. No. So it's that and so then if I'm going to not chase that, how do I make sure I stay focused on over here? And it's, it's a dilemma I work on. Yeah. 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 And and look, it's it's one of those things that you have to work on, right? Like it's uh, you know, I had a guy come to me the other day and said, oh, I, I, I was listening to a little podcast. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like, a, it was a, he was listening to um, uh, one of the guys around high performance. Okay. And I thought it was really interesting that he used those words, listening to a podcast yeah. about high performance. But anyway, I just, it made me realize, you know, like obviously you've got to be careful what people say to you too, mm-hmm. you know, because there, there could have been things that have affected your past where you – you're still holding on to those things mm. that that are smaller because when I came from the same, you know, we we grew up in a in a family that that wasn't rich. You yeah. know, I didn't go to the 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 high end of town yeah. for school, um, but all my friends in that area have grown through yeah, and so. become, you know, some of them are world class in what they do, right? Yeah. And it's really interesting. Like you 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 do have to protect what's in here um, from those outside. Yeah, you know? and they look and you could back in the day if I hadn't done that work on myself, that little that comment. 
could derail me. Yeah, totally. You know? Yeah. But it's but and, and, and I'll be honest, it still triggers me. Yeah. You know, but it's just knowing not to let yeah. it influence me. Well, I'm gonna use it as a story. I already told you, I'm gonna yeah. use it as a story to yeah. empower others. Yeah. Because I know what my job is. My job is to inspire and give people confidence through my um consistent actions, right? Yeah. Yeah. And and it's but it but but those those little things and I think, hey, it, you should at the end of the day you can own your past. Yeah. You know, like you've owned your past, mm. you know, but also be proud of your past. Mm. Because if you didn't have that you wouldn't be where you were. Mm. And it's, it's, I think it's quite cool to sit in the fact that, hey, you know what? Um, you know, this is where I've come from. Mm. And and I'm a totally different person who I am now. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm proud of, you know, I'm proud yeah. of the school. I went to a Pippening High. I'm proud of it. Like we, you know, we did some stuff at that school that, that you know, like we weren't supposed to do, you know, yeah. where we beat other teams and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. And, and, but, but, you know, um, uh, and I think that's the gift you can give yourself is to be proud there, but also realize, hey, this is where I'm going. I'm super focused here, and I'm going to bring that part with me, but I'm not going to allow it hold me back. Mm. You know, um, so so that's you know that's definitely something I've learned over the years. Um, you know, talking to people like yourselves, but also talking to mentors and that sort of stuff. Mm. You, see, you definitely see because you get held back too long, it starts to drag. you. Yeah, you know, well, you know, I think with people like you and myself and myself, mm. done is we've actually broken through that initial barrier. Mm. You know, because like so for a kid who can spell, they're really limited what I feel like yeah. of my life. Yeah, you know, and, and you know, and it's like, um, but like what we talked about earlier is if you can overcome those things, then it's like, man, if I can do that, you know, yeah. you know, and that's where it kind of goes yeah. to the next level, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. You know, like you know, like I could yeah. just go and write a book. Hey, good. You know, like yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. Like, and and that's the isn't that the craziest part? Right? Like, yeah. You couldn't spell. Because about that? Yeah. Like yeah. I spell, ah, yeah. you know, like, like, like yeah. you know, like I'm yeah. asking someone how to spell H. <laughs> like, I was, like I was that level, but, you yeah. know, but it was, that's where I was at. Yeah. You know, and it's like. But not letting that hold you back. And I think that's the, the coolest thing about what I've learned about life is you, 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 you know. Yeah. And I, I think Tony Robbins says the best, the past doesn't equal the future, right? You know, you don't have to let stuff hold you back. You can yeah. go forward and, and do whatever you want. Hey, man, this conversation has gone extremely fast. We're yeah. now just gone on nearly 50 minutes. <laughs> Which is which is epic. So here's the thing. Let's 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 go to these five things. I always love asking people five things. So okay. if you were talking to, let's just say, uh, a business owner, yep. and you know, kind of like you you mentored the lady there, uh, what are five things they want to turn their business around, but also want to turn parts of their their life around as well. What are five things you would do? What are the five things you would say to them uh, to actually get them on the pathway to, to happening? Because, well, here's what will happen. Uh, with these five things that I ask, people message me and go, Scott, I did those five things. Oh, really? Things are like happening. Okay, well, well, first I'll say the healthy high performer. Yeah. So so I talked about before, the healthy high performer says, I understand my healthy tools and I prioritize them no matter what conditions in my life, but I fight harder for them. Yeah. And my most challenging. So so number one is I I get some healthy tools. Yeah. You know, could be just bringing an apple and an orange to work. Yep. You know, I'm doing yep. that at the moment. Yeah. Because I used to go over and get a Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so uh bring an apple and orange to work. That's that's one and I'm gonna fight hard for those tools. Yeah. And, so, and, and my most demanding tops I fight hardest. Yeah. That's the key. Okay. Fight hardest when it when yeah, it, yeah. I don't compromise when I get when I because I don't justify my business. To say I shouldn't do this, I yeah. go, my business needs this. My business needs this. Yeah, that's really key. That's really key. Um, um, number two would be look after your relationships. Yep. But not business relationships, life relationships. Yep. Because, yep. you know, how many business owners are divorced? Yeah. You know, and, um, you know, and, and that's a big assumption, obviously, but, um, at the end of the day, it's, it's people. I think you made an interesting point when you said the lady and her husband, yeah. um, 
enemy versus ally. And yeah. I thought that was really interesting because you can, you know, you, if you've got a life partner and you can make an ally of them or an enemy yeah. of them when it comes to this. Who's so, Gottman? Who? John Gottman. No. Oh, if you, if you, read, everyone read John Gottman. He's basically the world's best relationship guy. Okay. Um, the relationship cure is a really good book. He talks about a good relationship and this is all relationships. Yeah. The way we communicate creates betrayal or trust. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and so when we think of betrayal or trust, um, betrayal is, and this is what happens. You might have the fear, but before that, what's happened is when I needed you, you weren't there for me. Yep. Okay. You know, whereas a good relationship, when I need you, you're there for me. Definitely. And that happens through lots of little communication yes. moments. Yes. You know, he talks about the four horsemen. I won't go into it. Yeah. But he talks about, you know, um, the way we communicate is, is basically if my wife comes to me with an emotional need, yep. do I communicate with her? Yeah. So I say, I'm going to be there for her. Yeah. You know, and it's lots of little chinks in the armor, yeah. Yeah. you know, and so, and you think about that with your key relationships, with your kids, your family and so on, but also with your workmates. Yeah. You know, if, if your staff learn, I can trust Scott's going to be there for me. Yeah. You're going to get more out of it. Yeah, totally. You know, so relationships, and, and I often think that communication skills is, 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 it's a bit like, you know, why don't we teach finances at school? Yeah. You know, it's like, why are we teaching basic communication? Yeah, basic communication. Because when we think about most life stresses, a lot of them are other people. Yes. Because of bad well, communication. Fully. Yeah, you know what I mean? So, like, if we can become a master of communication and develop that side of ourselves. So, like, Gottman's work's good. Anything around motivational interviewing is really good. You know, so that kind of stuff. Um, The third thing I would say is um, just develop systems for higher level self. Mm -hmm. Higher level self's not a fluke. It's a system. Yeah. You know, did you watch Richie McCaw's dog? Yep. Now, Richie McCaw, if if you're watching this overseas, Richie McCaw is, like, New Zealand's arguably top five athletes of all time in all sports. Yeah. Absolute legend. Totally. Winner. Like, yeah. absolute winner. Bit of a boring character. Yep. You know, not the most interesting guy to kind of, yep. you know, um, to listen to. Um, we'll, as, edit, we'll edit that. Yeah. She's <laughs> gone. Well, he is, but he, you know what I mean? Like, he's... Yeah. No, yeah. I don't I get it. Yeah, no. And, but, so when his doco came out, I was like, oh, I'll watch it, but I wasn't like, oh, I need to really watch yeah. this. Well, doco. Yeah. Well, I was so wrong. Mm. It was a brilliant doco. Yeah. And, and I was, I'm wrong for saying he's not a very interesting mm. character. Yeah. He may be not the most dynamic public speaker. No. But, oh my God, what a character. Yeah. And, um, the thing about him was you're watching a guy showing you his process of high performance. High performance, yeah. Like you have little books writing, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah. So what's your process for high performance? Yeah, nice. You know, and I think if you don't have one, how do you start to have get you, up one? Have you heard of, um, obviously you would have heard of um, and Anoka, right? Oh, yeah, no, but he talks about the, you've got the, the mindset, the skill set, and then the structure. Yeah. And he said the difference between the real high performers is the structure. Okay. They've all got the mindset. Yeah. They've all got the skill set. Otherwise, they wouldn't be there. But if you don't give them the structure. They don't. Yeah. yeah. And it was really interesting. He was talking about, when I was here listening to him speak, he was talking about a halfback that would get in trouble all the time with the referees. So he gave them the structure around, okay, well, when the whistle blows and you're upset, walk away, talk to three other players, breathe. And then go back to the situation, uh, and because he had the mindset, he, he had the mindset. He wanted to win. He had the skill set. He had one of the best passes in the world. Yeah. But he's getting in trouble, so he gave him that structure to move away, yeah. and then back. Yeah. And and having so that's what you're talking about there is developing those systems yeah. to, to be that high performance. High performance isn't a fluke. Yeah, it's something you create. Yeah, you know. So it's again, do I have the ability, and what are my tools that I have to create that? Yeah. yeah. So so if you need to go and have that. Uh, hard conversation with someone. Yeah, what's what, are, what are the tools and what are some yeah. of the structures that you would go to to yeah. have that hard conversation? You know, do I do a breathing technique? What mindset do I put yeah. myself in? What have yeah. I practiced? Yeah. You know, all these types yeah. of things. Totally. Why is this important? Yeah. You know, reminding yourself you're a leader. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so giving yourself that structure to then go and have that conversation. And, and I think that probably leads into the next point is take ownership of a leadership. 
Yep. You know, because I went, I'll tell you a quick story. I was in Germany a few years ago and I met the genius. Yep. This guy was an absolute genius. Like, it's hard to describe. He had started, I think, three businesses that got to the top 500 in America. Wow. He was a Harvard professor. He has one of his companies had a billion dollar R&D on some cancer thing right now. Wow. Like, genius. Yeah, yeah. And unassuming, you'd never know it. He was yeah. this old guy, you know, and it was quiet as, and I'm just really full on, so I couldn't yeah. meet him, and I was just at him the whole time. Um, and, and anything you talked about, he knew it to a hundredth level. Nice. So I remember I was talking to him about, you know, the Spanish had the list. Yep. You know, and, and it's yep. basically because years ago some prince had a list. Yeah. And so the, all, everyone just called. Oh, wow. But I was talking to him about this. And he goes, oh, yeah, that was prince so-and-so and this was this year. And you're like, wow. and it was like every subject. Yeah, yeah. And it was and it really answered me, God. But it was really interesting talking to him because he was saying, well, I mentor CEOs. Mm. I see my job as a leader to bring more out of other people. Nice. You know, and I think sometimes a lot of people in business struggle with the fact that they're a leader. Yeah. And um, and that's sometimes pulling your socks up and doing a hard yeah. conversation, you know, but I just think you've got to go, I am a leader. Mm. And what does a leader entail? Yeah. Now, if you don't see yourself as a leader right now, well, there's a development pathway in front yeah. of you and how do you get those opportunities? But even just that, go back to what I saw about my book, yeah. is that identity of I'm a leader. Yeah. You know, and, and there's times well, where I've had to lead yourself, right? Yeah, exactly. But there's been times when I've, had to have the hard conversation, and I really don't want to. Mm. I'm, not, I'm the leader right now. Yeah. You know, and, and yeah, I'm yeah. the person, and I need to do it. So yeah. I just think it's a really important thing just to identify I am a leader because yeah. you are. Yeah. And your business depends on you being a leader. Your your business, you must be the leader if you're in the business. Right? Yeah, like big you, time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, and I've also, you know, as a, as a grower. Do you see yourself as a leader? Totally. And yeah. as I grow the business, my job now is to grow other leaders. And that's what he was talking about. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and I think that's a real skill set as well. Yeah. Right? Because that's not easy. But once again, that comes down to one, knowing that you must do that. Yeah. You know, and also, um, you know, getting good people around you and just realizing, hey, what, you give them a bit of, you give them an area where, well, it's safety, where they can trust. Have, yeah. So yeah. So so in the decisions they make, they feel safe in making them. Yeah. Uh, and that and I think that's really really important when it comes to leadership because so giving you, them enough rope to actually yeah take ownership yeah to take ownership and then and then just letting them do whatever they are yeah. if they fail on a couple of things they fail on a couple yeah. more, but you don't like oh it's a teachable moment isn't it you know yeah and 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 that because I really believe and you know, the more and more I talk to people. You, your job is to give them confidence, mm. confidence to fail, confidence to win, confidence to, you know, and, and I think the more you can, they don't have to believe in themselves at the start as long as you believe in them. Mm-hmm. And I've seen this with kids, you know, like, you know, coaching kids, teams and stuff. They don't, you know, they don't have to believe in themselves. They just need to know that you believe in them. Yeah. And once they know that you believe in them, yeah. they're away. Yeah. And I think people are the same, you know, you know, they were all, we're all kids at heart, right? Yeah. And, and they're always, people are looking for people to be in their corner. I think that's your job as a leader is to be that yeah. person. Um, and that's a leadership, like, you know, it's just that thing of capturing their moments and telling them. Yeah. Like, that's a leadership skill. Totally. You know what I mean? Like, we like we all have moments where someone said something to us that changed our lives. Yeah. You know? Totally. We've and, all had that. And, and the cool thing about it is if you can be that person that does that, yeah. you win. Well, also understand you meant to be that person. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's what a leader does. Is yeah, that- and a lot of times, you know, that can be hard for you as a person because you, as as a self-person, you want it to be about you. Yeah. And you have to really take yeah. that. Yeah. You have to leave that cap at home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you go, go, yeah. 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 And then my last point is is um, understand your long-term reputation. Mm. 
And, I, you know, I think it's such an important aspect. Yeah. Um, you know, like your actions over a long period of time could be so, so valuable. Yeah. Um, and, and understanding, like, in this city, I'm well known at Christchurch. Yeah. And, and when we, I always like, I always thought to myself, when people think of fitness at Christchurch, I want, want my name to be one of the names. Yeah, totally. And I've been doing this for 25 years. Yeah. But I've turned up every day. Done a high quality job. Yeah, I've had morals. You know, uh, mm. you know, there's a self of myself that I've just delivered on consistently. Yeah, day in day out. Very good. And that kind of reputational um, credibility. The longer you're in the game, yeah. the more powerful that is. And we, and I remember years ago, I did a talk for one of the real estate companies at the annual conference, and it was really interesting because they had their awards. Yeah. And it was a really interesting experience because basically they had their awards, and there was two guys who were going to win the awards, and one was a dog. Everyone knew he was a dog. Yeah. Everyone knew he was a dog. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then one guy was just a great real estate agent, yeah. competent, looked after his clients, you know, just, yeah. you know, just a legend at his game. And the dog won the award. Yeah. And you could tell no one respected him. No. You know, no one, no, and, and it turned out he'd been, six months later, he got kicked out of business because he'd been cheating. Like he'd yeah. basically been stealing or something like yeah. that. And it was really interesting. He got up on the stage and he just thought he was the shit because he won everything. Yeah. No one knew no respect for him. Respect for him. You know? Exactly. And, and it turned out the, the way he acted was justifiable. Yeah. But there's value to being the person who has a lot of respect. Yeah. Massive amount of yeah, value. Totally. And so when you think about your day-to-day actions mm. as a business owner, there's a flow-on effect of just, you know, the people who work for you. But when someone on the street goes, oh, you know, Scott, mate, he's a great guy, blah, blah, yeah. blah, from those actions you've done even outside of your business. Yes. That, that has a massive value for yep. your for your personal brain. Yeah, I, be- I massively believe that. You know, I did a podcast probably a couple of weeks ago called Trust Marketing, <laughs> and part of that is you know I think it was step nine or eight or nine, and that was was about your reputation. Yeah, you know, and your reputation is what people say when you're not on the road. Yeah. You know, yeah. uh, we get a lot of business through clients, you know, like, and, and it's the ultimate, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that referral. And it's that, you know, that you're in good, safe hands. Yeah. And I think, I think a lot of people, um, cause, cause when, what, what happens when you, when the, when the market gets tough, you see people cut, shut, uh, cutting corners. Yeah. And you see that at the moment, there's people cutting corners. Yeah. And the, the interesting thing there is, you know, if you look, you forward pace yourself two, three years down the track, those people are going to be gone. Yeah. Because the marketplace will remember. Yeah. And I just, you know, keep saying, hey, just just focus on what you're good at, what you're doing. Sometimes I think though, you you the the way to do that is you don't actually have to worry about the outcome um of of not your actions, but but you just have to be consistent, right? Mm. You don't have to worry about the result of mm. of that. That's going to take care of itself. Mm. You just believe and then you do what, what you know is right. Mm. You know, and I see that so many times. But this, this is a challenge, isn't it? Because business puts us in moments where we, we, we explore the other side. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Well, life does it. That's yeah. life. Yeah. You know, we've all, you know, like. Well, especially, like, and this is what I was talking about in, this, in trust marketing, is when you see a competitor starting to cut corners. Yeah. And you're like, that really gets you, you yeah. know, because you know what they're telling people is wrong, but you but you have to know that your processes yeah. and what who you are yeah. and their effect like like you've been doing this a long time now. I've seen it before. Yeah. Um, but it can be, you know, especially for younger people, you know, um, they can get, oh well, they're doing it, I'm gonna do it. Mm-hmm. And it's the worst thing you can do. Yeah. Sometimes you're better to walk away. From well, look at C one. Yeah, you know oh. the coffee shop across the road. We we, we loved. Yeah, we love. Um, and there was an owner there. He had great business. Yep, stop going. You know, and yeah, and and basically what happened was he was treating his stuff like shit. Yeah, no one would have known it, and yep. then it came out and it cost yep. him his business. Yeah, 
Yeah. You know, yeah. overnight. Yeah. And you know? and now like um, you know, Dale and, and Nick who own yeah. the business are awesome people, yeah. right? And and people are flooding back in yeah. because they understand, you know, yeah, and that is their reputation, man. Because yeah. I stopped going this straight yeah, away as soon as I found out. Yeah. Like, and it was a boot like it was probably yeah. the biggest and crush. Yeah. Yeah. I went all there. Yeah. Yeah. And overnight is reputation and just yeah. people just like yeah, you know, and and that's you know, that's the, you know, and he, he was just treating stuff like British. Yeah, if he just thought, hey, I've got to look after my people, yeah, and consistently do it yeah. over a long period of time, yeah, you know, so, so, you know, just understanding that and and understanding that each day adds to that, yeah, you know, yeah, totally. Yeah. That's awesome. Hey, so five, let's just recap those five things, you know, having healthy tools, number one, and, and obviously fight hardest for those healthy tools, yeah. So, firstly, I'd like, I'd just like listen to this, push pause, and and write down some of those healthy tools. Yeah. You know, what actually, I, I, I might send you a link. I did a podcast where I can. I always take you through the process. Brilliant. So I'll send you a link. And okay, you cool. Can kind of go through that if you want to. Um, and then looking after relationships, number two. Yeah, uh, and I think it's really, really important. Like, and I really like what you said about making your you know person that you talk to, whether it's your wife, your business partner, whatever, make them your ally, not your enemy. Yeah. You know, and that, that, that might build trust. That was a massive shift for that lady, right? That was one of the one of your things. Yeah. Um, developing a high level of of self. Yeah, number three, which is you know, oh, the structure, the structure, high, high yeah, the structure around it. Yeah, high performance is a structure. Just that's just the more I've learned about that, the more I see that is yeah. the, the changer uh, for people that are wanting to, to to perform higher. Yeah, have those structures in place, even in business. Like we've gone from, you know, having little systems in place to now having like bulletproof systems in place, yeah, and nice. processes, and, yeah. and and then you know that's taken a good eighteen months to, to to do, but now they are rock solid, right? Yeah. And that's exciting, you know, when you when you see that develop. So, um, taking ownership of leadership, that's a that's a huge one. Yeah. Just taking ownership of leadership, and and you know having. This doesn't all have to be serious, too. Have some fun with oh, it, you gosh, know. Like, yeah. have some fun with being. Or you look, look at the, the Warriors coach. Yeah, you know, or look at yeah. Robinson. Yeah, you know, they're, they're not they're not serious yeah. fun. You're, yeah, you're not, yeah. You think about their environment. Yeah, it looks like yeah. heaps of fun. Yeah, having some having some fun with it and, and making sure that you, you know, allowed. and that's where it's really interesting. I, I know we're wrapping up, but like, if you, I'm not sure this goes global, but in New Zealand we had a team called the Warriors who yeah. traditionally suck. Yeah, you know, yeah. always suck. And this year, same team as they had last year, pretty much. Yeah, this coach comes in. And turns them around. Yeah, yeah. And it's I've, I've loved sitting on the sideline watching, and I've tried to listen to as many interviews as mm. I can from because there's always nuggets yeah, of gold yeah. that come out. Yeah. But that's, he's a leader. Yeah. You know, yeah. He's a leader of men, and he just comes in and and like same guys like so half of the guys should have been retired. Well, one guy there was probably playing his worst yeah. league ever the year before. Yeah. Has now probably played the best. Uh, like avoid eating humble pie. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, and that's what, and that's leadership is bringing the best out of others. Yeah, you know, yeah. And, and so yeah, that's the thing about giving them confidence. Right? Yeah, and, and then understanding, you know, your reputation. You know, and Warren Buffett probably sees it sees it best. You know, like yeah, it takes years to build it, seconds yeah. to destroy it, and, yeah. and we've all seen it, right? So, you know, work hard on that and treasure it, like treasure it really, um, that your reputation because it, it is the thing when people when you're not in the room. Oh, you know. Yeah, it's 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 a it's a powerful thing, even even like it's it's probably that thing. If I look around, some of the people that have you know been in my life, you know, I can sit, go to a couple of examples of where people have lost their reputation like that. Or, it's or, very sad. Or the other person is the person who you might have what they want, what they have, but not to be who they are. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, and um, yeah. yeah, so yeah, repetition yeah, is so important. Some great examples. Hey, man, that's been that's been awesome. Hey, where can where can people buy this book? Uh, passionaboutexercise.com. Passionaboutexercise.com. So we'll put a link um, to to this. Obviously, um, you know, there's a lot of good information in here, um, but also where can people find out if they're in Christchurch or globally? Yes, yeah, so I'm just get... speaking and stuff like that. So if you want to um, get me along, you can go to bevanjamesisles.com. Oh, should we put links? Yeah, we'll put links. Uh, and yeah, just get in touch if you want me to. I do speaking, I do lots of stuff, so check it out. Nice, awesome. Hey, Ben, this has been fantastic. Appreciate it, Tom. I know you're a busy man, so thank you. It's, for me, it's been really insightful. Some of the things that you've shared, uh, I'm going to work on some of these tools because I've never really framed them as that. And even also when you talked about your um, the goals and, and you talked about having, what was it you, you said here, um, journey goals or um, – yeah. And I really like that. Like that that's just said to me, I need to be doing a bit more work on that. So I appreciate your time. Hey, thanks for me. Hey guys, thanks. Uh and girls, thanks again for watching and listening to the Market for Business podcast. Um, yeah. Hey, look, Bevan's given us some great tools here. Why not uh, start using some of them? I'll uh, put a whole bunch of links in the show notes for you so you can go and uh, find out more information about them. Hey, we've got some great guests coming up, but as always, I really appreciate you being here. Uh this podcast wouldn't be anything without you guys. So thanks uh, for being part of it. Uh please, you know, share the podcast. Just share it with one person today. That's all we need uh, for you to do today. So thanks, Tom. Have a great day. Hi, Scholson here again. Hey, thanks for listening to the Marketing for Business podcast. Uh, we really appreciate you taking the time to listen, and we hope that you learned a lot from today's episode. Uh, if you could be so kind as to rate and share the podcast with your other business friends and colleagues, that'd be awesome. And if you'd like to listen to more episodes, why don't you head over to our website, www.getdigitalinfluence.com. Uh, where we've got a whole bunch of other amazing interviews with business owners. Thanks for your time and have a great day.